Although, I've seen some scripts, I know the words weren't spelled right. There was hardly any commas in it at all. So I don't think that's too important. Hey, you want to get on the train here, or you want to ruin another take, huh? It's too cerebral. We're trying to make a movie here, not a film. Man, I don't drop character till I've done a DVD commentary. You want to eat the writer? Be my guest. That will leave you to explain how else your character is supposed to get to Bremen. Welcome back to another episode of the In the Mouth of Dorkness ItMod Chatcast. I'm your host, Brad Gullickson, the Mouth Dork, and joining me once again is Billy Das, the Indie Dork. What's up, Billy? Uh, nothing but great things, man. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, as you should be, because we have on the show returning... What? Making her second appearance on the ItMod chat cast is actress Natalia Dyer from Stranger Things. Who Here, doesn't love Stranger Things? Stranger Things is great. Yeah. Especially that first season. <laughs> Let's not get into it. Uh, she is here to promote her new film, Yes, God, Yes. And joining her is writer-director Karen Main. They are talking to us via the web and they are at South by Southwest promoting this film right now. Super busy, super thankful that they took the time to chat with us. Um, I loved Yes, God, Yes. What about you, Billy? Uh, I was a pretty big fan of it. it it's, it's surprising for a story about a young woman coming of age in, in a religious environment. Uh, a lot of that was very familiar for me. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to get into that in the conversation. <laughs> Billy is going to confession with the filmmakers of Yes, God, Yes, and it gets real. It does. Yeah. I keep it real, though. Yeah, and you make a really rad reference to a, a film that uh, I hold near and dear to my heart, uh, and I don't want to... I don't want to spoil how that's, not, that's connected. I'm not going to spoil yeah, the reference. But it's a pretty good one. But it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, yes, God, Yes is currently on the festival circuit. Hopefully, it'll be able to uh, stream or appear in your local theaters soon. But ItMod got a first sneak peek, and we're giving it the uh, hashtag ItMod recommends. So, uh, Yes, God, Yes is the story of a young woman. Uh, sophomore, I think she says, in high school, uh, that's sort of going through a sexual awakening. Uh, and she's doing it in the context of attending a Catholic high school and a Catholic uh, retreat. Right. Nice log line, Billy. Let's get right into the chat, and then we'll meet after the conversation to discuss the film uh, a little more in depth. Give it a little bit of a mini review, since uh, our listeners yeah. have not heard about it just yet. No spoilers, though. No spoilers. No spoilers. We don't spoil on it, Mad. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, on that note, let's jump into this conversation. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate the time to talk. I know you're really busy right now. It's a pleasure, absolutely. So I thought where we could start was the transition from the short film to the feature. Was the short film always meant to be a, a dry run on the film itself? Yes, because actually the feature script was written many years before I even thought of doing a short because I wanted to direct a feature and I had no directing experience. So we did it sort of as a proof of concept, um, but it really had a life of its own and it was, it was really great. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's a very charming, engaging short film. I can, I can absolutely see how that uh, sets up great appeal. How did you two link up for the project? 
email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My producer Katie had Natalia's email. I just cold emailed her the short script, <laughs> and then I think your manager got in touch and was yeah. like, "She'll do it." And then two days later, you're shooting. <laughs> That's amazing. Like what a like what a like how easy it can be sometimes to like find those connections for like uh, uh, finding people who work with you very well. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I think, uh, one of the things I, th- I thought was a lot of fun about the movie that I enjoyed, uh, Natalia is, is I feel like you're constantly mugging through the film. Like everything is, uh, such a reaction shot for what you're seeing around you. And I'm, I'm kind of curious, like what was the director actor relationship, uh, like as you were trying to find different facial expressions to work for each scene? That's a great question. Oh, Natalia is such a natural, to be honest. I wasn't, like, telling her how to move her face. I was just giving her emotional sort of cues, and she would just yeah. do something amazing with her face. Like, she, you connect so much with your face, it's crazy. I, 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 <laughs> in a good way. Crazy in a good way. I don't know. Well, actually, you know, it's, it's Brad and I were talking about it. Do you, as, as an actor, do you think that face acting sounds like a pejorative description of, of what you're doing right there? Because I think your face acting was amazing, but I wasn't sure if I said that. Does that come across as like, uh, not good? No, no, no. Thank you. It's just, I mean, it is like, it's, I think when it, you know, I, in some ways, Alice, it's not super heavy dialogue, you know, it's yeah. not like having these huge monologues. Like every scene and all a lot of back and forth. I think so. A lot of it is just, and I think just in my life, I think I I pull a lot of faces, and I think I, you know people are like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just thinking." But um, yeah, you know, I think a lot of it was just what was going on, and like everything that was, um, you know, what other people were saying, and just the images and the way she sets up a scene, and it's like you. I might, I might, my face, I guess, just, just reacted to how I was feeling. But she, I mean, sure, Karen is such a great director. I remember you would, you know, just so, you know, like we tried a lot. I remember, you know, we tried things in a lot of different ways, but you could come up and just like say like one word almost, and it would be like, oh, like that is like a completely different way to see it, and it's a completely different reaction or different vibe or different um you know but just but really subtle and and gentle and collaborative um which was yeah a lot of fun and very conducive to the story i think well speaking of that story karen i mean what what was your initial thought or emotion expression that you were putting out there with yes god yes that's difficult. I think there are many expressions and emotions. Uh, I guess for me, it was just really important to show uh, a narrative about uh, female sexual pleasure um, and to have the tone of that just be very authentic and realistic and not not too, you know, it's not sexy to be a teenage girl discovering sex, you know, um, and I didn't want to make it feel sexy. Or not that it wanted to be too raunchy, so I guess just a delicate uh, balance there in the tone. 
Well, sure. I mean, you know, in the culture, uh, you know, male masturbation is prevalent in teenage sex comedies, but, you know, female masturbation, totally taboo. And I would imagine would make it difficult uh, shopping this story around. And I wonder, does the short film help in that front or, 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 or what have you? I think so. I think we're also like starting to see less fear around female-driven narratives, especially sexual ones, which is great. Um, and I hope the envelope getting pushed further um, to just make women fully realized in these films and tell their like actual stories. I mean, you see so many. I mean, you see young film, young women coming of age in film. It's usually like partnered sex or it's yeah. painful. I think women don't know that they can experience pleasure at first or that they should even ask for it if they know they can experience it. So, uh, yeah, more focus on female pleasure is important to me. Well, I guess I, from, from Natalia, from your perspective, I, I would be curious. I feel like this has to be an exercise in trust. Like you must have connected very well to be uh, so willing to explore. I mean, because, you know, this subject with a director that doesn't click with what your kind of vision is or what you would like to get out of it feels like maybe it puts you in a potentially challenging place. Um, like, what was what what allowed you to feel so comfortable engaging the project? Yeah, definitely, hands down, Karen. I don't, you know, I can't... I mean, you know, I think he has to be a female director, but not, you know, I don't, I think... It was she's so chill and 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 frank and open and you know and yeah open and, and vulnerable as well. So I think you know, that is part of it. Is like having you know if both the actor and the director are being vulnerable and sharing and, and creating that space. And it's like yeah, it's it's not that it's like easy exactly. There's still a mental hurdle about it in some ways because there's still that going on. But I will say. Shooting a masturbation scene is a lot like shooting any kind of a sex scene where it's like it's not, it's not really, you know, it's not really sexy. There's a lot of like technical things, a lot of breaks, a lot of try it this way, a lot of more of this, and you know, it's a very kind of by the books, but you know, there's there's still the concept of like exploring something that's very personal and vulnerable. But yeah, it was, it was surprisingly way more comfortable than you or I would imagine. I think that's, I really think that's up to Karen. And also the other females that were on set and behind the scenes, I think, you know, just having a lot of females are, you know, open and honest made it really chill. I, th- I think that like the output of the short film, especially like the key art. So after I watched the movie, I went and found the short film and the, you know, the thumbnail, I, what I assume is kind of poster art sort of image is you with your hand in your, in your skirt. And it's, it's not at all revealing in any way, shape or form, but it is a statement. I'm pretty sure that's like a fan posted pic. Is that what that is? Okay. I just like the Google image. I think they just yeah. screenshot it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That was very much like the point is to not make it too, yeah, uh, porny or, or right. sexy. But that, and that is like, cause I think there's, I can't think of a time when it, if I've really seen a movie, but it's like, even like all of the, like, if there is female masturbation, there is like woman pleasure. It's still always like supposed to be sexy. Mm-hmm. And I do think yeah. in general, as a woman in the film world, it's like, even if, 
even if you're doing something that's not like explicitly like oh it's supposed to be sexy I think there's always this pressure to be that way just because that's how women in film have always been viewed so again to do something like this character you know having she didn't have that instruction to be like oh when you do it it's supposed to be like this you know you're supposed to do it like this for the sake of how it looks it's way more organic and way more yeah, it's very beautiful, really. There's that, that, that moment in a girl's life is very like, oh. Well, the wow. realness of it is what's so, I think, attractive about it. It feels very honest and, and not in a yeah. gritty or an unnatural way, but just like it feels clumsy and and fair and reasonable. As it, like it, when you said how they depict it in movies, I immediately flashed to the, the Pleasantville scene, right? Where that tree, uh, well, she's in the bathtub and then the tree outside bursts into flame uh, in her moment of passion <laughs> and all of a sudden color is injected into the film Pleasantville, right? Like it's... I, Spoilers. Well, is there a, uh, a, a Karen? Did you have a, a framework uh, going into this movie of, uh, a, or a reference of how you wanted to toe the line as far as tones concerned with Yes God Yes? Okay, uh, I'm happy to hear that. That's probably why the film feels as fresh as it does. Yeah. Uh, now, from a religious standpoint, uh, how were you looking to portray uh, the, the sort of the hypocrisy that she is uncovering uh, through everyone's uh, relationship with sexuality inside the church? Yeah, I think it's just you get to that age if you're brought up in that way where all your adults in your life are telling you not to do these things, and then mm. one day you realize they're doing them too. Um, and, and especially in the Catholic Church, like they keep teaching that all these things are wrong, but it, everyone's still doing them. Yep. And they're just putting themselves through hell. I mean, I, I think the Catholic Church is headed toward a reckoning, like maybe in 25 years. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the idea, and then Natalia's character at the end, like, really encompasses that in her speech. And she's just like, we should just be nicer to each other, which is actually the core okay. of, yeah. of Christianity and Jesus, and not make everyone feel so guilty. And even, like, priests feeling guilty about masturbating. It's just like... Let them masturbate. I think the world would be a better place if they could do that. Yes. Uh, I, I just wouldn't see the harm in it. I just, yeah. I think so. I was, okay. I was going to say, I, you know, uh, so I am, uh, I'm 36, uh, which I think puts me at, right at the same age and time in that decade. 
as as your main character. And I recognize that I am not a woman who did not have a coming of age story. But I just Natalia, I want to say to you, like as a person who grew up in Christianity and experienced a lot of those similar sorts of situations and discussions of sexuality, you crushed the represent. Like I could not believe that I saw experiences in my childhood that I did not think I would see related on screen told in this movie. It, it blew my mind. I am very curious how you found yourself expressing that. Did that live in the script for you? Uh, or did you go out and uh, do research? Like how, how did you realize this? It was amazing. Oh, well, very kind. Um, I, you know, I, I'd say it's definitely a little bit of both. I mean, I, you know, I think, again, a lot of it's in the writing. And I think, you know, Karen being open and sharing so much about her experience, um, you know, really guided it. And also, yeah, I, I think for me, I was, I think also part of the reason I was really excited reading the script was just because, not exactly, but there were so many things there that I... That just I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that reminded me of yeah, growing up in kind of a, a religious world and all these yeah, these things that you're told and the way that you're meant to feel, especially as a woman. Mm-hmm. I at least the way like where I was or what denomination or you know the people that I was around there was definitely this sense of of what you could and couldn't do or like what was discussed. So it was very in some ways it was kind of tapping. Karen, you know, helping me and and tap into that, um, what that was and what it felt like and to, to have an experience like Elsa and, and discover yourself. I mean, that's just a whole new, it's a whole new world and it's eye opening in more ways, you know, I think, because the thing is like, once you accept it's like the, the, there's always like one little thing I think that you, you start to question and that one leads to like more questions and you know you just it's just yeah I think it's it's an important question but yeah there's I mean there's always a collaboration and, and a lot of nuances in the script um, but yeah it was really it was a really powerful experience for me just as an actor and I think there, there's a lot of great stuff that I came away with. So it takes a lot to put a film out there in the world. And here comes Yes, God, Yes. What are your hopes and uh, aspirations for how an audience takes this movie and where it pushes uh, this style of dramedy, for lack of a better word? I mean, if everybody reacted to it the way you guys have, that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, no, I just think it's good if there's more open discussion about uh, female sexual pleasure, not just self-pleasure, but um, there's a really great book that I uh, referenced called uh, Girls and Sex by Peggy Morenstein, where she interviewed young women who are like 18 and 19, and it came out a few years ago, so, you know, young women today, mm-hmm. and they um, don't, often young women don't expect sexual pleasure from partners, um, or they don't know that they can even experience it. Um Everybody learns in sex ed that men, you know, ejaculate, and that's pleasurable, and that's how you make babies, but no one talks about female pleasure. Um, so for me, it would just be really great if, you know, people enjoy it and relate to it, but also if it just helps move forward the conversation about talking about female sexual pleasure so that it's less taboo and women can embrace it and expect it from their partners. Well, before we let you go, uh, I you know, I, I just want to – 
I want to understand, you know, I know you guys met via email, you reached out to Natalia and you connected that way, but when did you guys know that you were going to fit so well as a creative relationship? Uh, day, day one. Day one. I mean, I mean, day one was short. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as far as just reading the script, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like I like this woman. I like, yeah, I like the way she thinks, like the way she talks, and, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty quick, I think. I mean, when Natalia showed up, you know, Alice was just a character on a page. And when Natalia showed up, and she brought so much to the character. It was just, it, it was amazing. It was just like, wow, I had no idea that a character could be this good and this sort of complex. Uh, mm. So, yeah, as soon as, like, she started acting, I was just like, damn. This is going to be great. And for the two of you, is there a moment in the movie that you knew you had to nail down perfectly for the rest of the film to work? Uh, I think maybe the most important scene is the one at the bar with uh, Gina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Susan Blackwell. Ooh. Should, we, should we close out the conversation with the things that we were afraid of going to hell for as kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all the same my, things. My girl in the film. I I when when she said I was afraid of going to hell for having cyber sex. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've I've had that I've had that exact yeah. literal thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things. A lot of things. I think about it constantly like, oh. Yeah, but even like lying or like like the gumdrop scene was like mm, I, yeah. yeah relent and then you like cheat which any kid would do right you feel really guilty about it so yeah all, everything in the script i felt i was going to hell for before <laughs> well i think that's where we'll leave it uh thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us i hope people watch your film and realize yeah let's just be honest and open with all the thoughts that we have in our heads and that we're all not going to hell because uh you know we're, we're we all behave the same way Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love it. Take care. Bye. And we're back in the door cave. Hey, how about that? That was a really great conversation. I had a lot of fun talking to them. I think they were great. Yeah. Uh, and I would encourage our listeners to seek out the short film. Yes, God, yes, it is available. You don't have to pay anything, do you, Billy? No, it's on YouTube right now. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. And it's not one of those short films that telegraphs the feature in a major way. Uh, no, there's there's a whole element added to the feature film that's not present in the short. I recommend strongly checking out the yeah, short. It's so a good one. You could do that right now. But be on the lookout for Yes, God, Yes, when it hits theaters. I, um, I don't know, Billy, like you, you were talking about how you related heavily to this film. I did not grow up in a religious household. My parents pretty much left me to my own devices, and I formed my own uh, belief system centered around Star Wars and the Force. <laughs> so Catholicism has always been a little alien to me, yeah. but you, like you were saying in the conversation with them, you saw a lot of you in this character. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, my upbringing, uh, I, I was raised in a Christian church church. I went to a private Christian school for elementary school, for uh, middle school. I went to a public high school. But at that point, even through my junior year in high school, I was still heavily involved in the church. Church every Sunday, youth group, all that sort of stuff. I mean, I never went on a like a retreat 
kind of like they do in the movie. Uh, that's a major part of the film is that they, uh, you know, she volunteers to go on a retreat because she thinks she might find some spiritual answers uh, 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 out there. And I relate to that very much. I mean, it's it's enveloping, man, and it and it wraps you up in it. And so much of the way that they talk about those things is based in the language of guilt and shame. And it's frustrating to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I want to get in a lengthy discussion about my thoughts <laughs> and philosophy as relates to Christianity at this point in my life. But, you know, there's room for it, like they say at the end of the conversation, to be a beautiful thing with a, a beautiful message. And, you know, I, I think the reality of experiencing it is that so much of it inherently becomes judgmental and rigid and inescapable in that way. And it limits the way that you think and approach life. And in that sense, I related very much in the sense of her experience as a young woman's sexual awakening. Uh, very fascinating to watch. I, you know, I really wish Lisa had had the opportunity to watch this film and mm-hmm. talk to Karen and Natalia about this because I think she could relate to this situation For in sure. the same fashion that that you have connected to the movie. Um, and so I'm looking forward to uh, having that conversation with her about the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think you know it's 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 a light, fun kind of film. I use the word dramedy during our conversation. Mm -hmm. I think that tracks, it's not fluff, but it is a delight to watch. It's not one of these coming of age stories where uh, it it attacks your memory of Mm -hmm. coming of age, right? Mm -hmm. Where where it's it's an assault of experience. It's not that. Like, all right, eighth grade Bo Burnham's film, an amazing movie, right? Yes, agree. A masterpiece. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can never watch it again. <laughs> All right? That put me to a place that I just do not want to return. Yeah. And yes, God, yes, does not do that. No. I, in fact, I want to watch it again, and I think it's something that I'll absolutely make time to sit down and watch with Danielle so that I can share this with her. I think she'll see a lot of something. Similar. You know, she went to a Catholic middle school. Uh, and so it's, I don't know, it's it's one of those movies where you finish it and you had a good time watching it that like the cringe humor in it isn't so unbearable, uh, but it's there. And I think it, it leans more towards cringe humor than it does stuff that make you really question the, the whether the good things in your life but are But there are great gags. You know, sure. She makes reference to the Cheetos being consumed pre-masturbation, <laughs> yes. so, so and it's that's a hell of a sight gag. That you know, it's that's clever. <laughs> it is. I don't know, man. I I think if you're of a certain age um, in in a peer group, there's a weird relationship with that family desktop computer that sits in your house as a result of like mm-hmm. the the sudden awakening mm-hmm. of internet pornography through a fourteen four dial up modem and how slowly those pictures populate. Like, there's a part of the movie where she sees something that she's not supposed to that she feels like is wrong, and her first instinct is to go. Mom, <laughs> is anybody else in the house with me? What's happening here? What a strange thing! Yeah, and, uh, I've done that. <laughs> well, but, like I think fifteen-year-old Brad, he done did that. Sure, but like I don't think it's a thing that like kids today will will relate to because there's no there's no reliance on the like the family computer. Yeah, they can go grab their that. iPhone and go to the woods. I'm exactly. sure that's what all the kids are doing. Exactly, and won't that make things a lot less awkward for everyone during coming of age? Moments? <laughs> Except when they stumble in and all the teenagers are in the woods with their iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, Billy? Uh, oh, boy, wow. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. 
I think what is really interesting uh, watching the film also is that 90s setting, right? Yeah. Uh, having just seen Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. the Carol Danvers superhero movie, also set in the mid-90s. Sure. It, it's interesting to see how uh, contemporary filmmakers are reconciling with AOL chat rooms mm. and dial-up yeah, and yeah. the comedy that's there to mine. Uh, but but Captain Marvel and Yes, God, Yes do it in two very different ways. Oh, very different. Yeah. Extremely different. Yeah. I don't know. I, I enjoyed like seeing the the Nokia phone uh, in there. And I, like, I, I liked how they kind of established a world uh, just by putting a few key pieces of technology, those big screen computers and, uh, and I mean, deep screen computers, I guess, <laughs> and, uh, like the Nokia phone. <sighs> Uh, that you played. Uh, what's the name of that game where you're the 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 snake goes around? Is it just snake? Is it called Snake? I just played Tron, which was mm. similar, and I think that was called Snake. But okay. I was a Tron guy. Oh, okay. Okay, let's leave it there. Um, let our listeners discover Yes God Yes for their own. But please search and find the short film. You will enjoy it. I guarantee it. And uh, Billy, where can we find you on the internet this week? Uh, sure. Uh, so you can, uh, just find me on the social medias at WB Das on Twitter, Instagram, letterboxd. And on Tuesdays, you can find me on, uh, Bill and Claire's excellent adventures podcast, where I, uh, take my daughter on a cinematic, uh, film adventure and she and I analyze and discuss movies. You can find us at B A C E A podcast on Twitter. I loved your latest episode on Joe Dante's <laughs> Inner Space. Thank you for choosing that film for me. I really appreciated it as a listener. And she crushed the analysis, man. She yeah, got spot it's, on. Yeah, really good. And man, I rewatched that as well. Yeah. Uh, and pff, still a classic. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, I, I added it to my top 100 favorite films of all time. Well deserved. Uh, and then follow our other dorks. Uh, my wife, Lisa Gullickson at Sidewalk Siren on Twitter and Instagram. Darren Smith at the Disco Dork on all social medias. Brian Young, Billy, what the heck are all his social medias? It's uh, at the Turtle Dork on Twitter, at the Turtle Dork One on Instagram, and uh, at Brian B Young on Facebook. And I am Brad Gullickson at Mouthdork, all social medias. Find our podcast on iTunes and Podbean. Rate and review, please. We need your reviews. We want to keep talking to rad people. It's the kind of help that only listeners like you can provide. I like that approach better than last week's guilt trip, Billy. So, uh, Look, some weeks you get the carrot, some weeks you get the stick. Well, I'm always a carrot guy. <laughs> On that note, next week, we will once again be joined by a pair of South by Southwest filmmakers, producer Andrew Rossi and director Aaron Lee Carr, discussing their new documentary, I Love You, Now Die, The Commonwealth versus Michelle Carter. Uh, And that one you'll be seeing pretty soon because that's coming out to HBO. Nice. That's home box office, Billy. Did you know that's what it's home box office? Yes. There you go. Okay, folks, until next time, take care. Visions are worth fighting for. Why spend your life making someone else's dreams 